Look alive, Alia. I'm Retronomic, and this is another update podcast. Sorry, I know. It's like, why do you keep updating instead of actually doing podcasts? Not that there's anybody listening, but you know, I gotta say that anyways. Because uh, in case someone actually does come across this. I want to update the whole life stuff, and yeah, it's getting more complicated, actually. I work uh, uh, all nights, as well as when I'm at home, I need to give all my attention to either sleeping or my girlfriend. So I never have any time to do these dang podcasts, which sucks because I really want to do them. I just do them for fun. I know nobody's listening. I still want to do them anyways. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of frustrating trying to, trying to do this anyways. Um, I am in this corner of the dang place I work. Um, the other place I used to work where I was able to do it, we lost that site. I won't go into that. It wasn't me who lost it. I'm just saying. Um, but as well as, uh, the other place I work where I usually do some kind of podcast I'm using for, uh, writing my book or recording an audio book, I should say, not writing it. And, uh, yeah, so that's the only place I have to do that because it's the most quiet there. Um, right now I'm basically outside so I don't know how well this is going to work. I'm just trying it out for this update podcast, seeing how it sounds. If it sounds good enough, then I'll, you know, maybe do another right after. Um, but here we go. Um, first off is uh, an update to Snapbreak, the Snapbreak games. They have a new game out called Terrarium, and it's pretty darn cool. It does work along the same lines of Birdcage or Doors. I would say Doors is still a little better, but the story is actually pretty cool with Terrarium. There's, um, I have to buy the rest. I still have not bought them all. This is only an update on the demo version of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have to play through them all, and then the, they go, you know, would you like to buy the rest of the game for $4.99? And it's like, yes, I do, but I don't have the money yet. Um, it has a lot of cool uh, aspects to it. They're basically like these walking, moving type of machines that have a terrarium inside of it. The whole world's been screwed up by climate change and now the scientist who created these has left some notes behind hoping that somebody finds them. We are the person that finds them. I don't know if we're an alien or what. It does not say anything about that but it does or at least in the demo version that I've played. Um, I've only played up to a certain point um, but the, the story is really interesting. It seems like all life on earth is dead. Um, but this one scientist was creating these machines with terrariums in, in them to do uh, to bring Earth uh, life back to the Earth, and it's a really cool idea. I love what they did with that. Um, the story is actually really engaging, more that so than I'd say Doors. It's not as all over the place as uh, say Doors. Um, it's much more in the vein of Birdcage. A lot of the puzzles are on the terrarium or on the birdcage inside of that game. And, you know, um, they're somewhat tactile. That's not too tactile like Birdcage was the first game with that. Very tactile. Nothing really of puzzles. Um, this one has both tactile and puzzles. So you're actually enjoying yourself, not just feeling like you're going through the motions till you get the next puzzle terrarium or whatever. And... Uh, um, but then, of course, it has a little animation that's basically the same every single time where it shows, uh, you know, uh, the terrarium opening up and then tons of lush 
you know, plant life comes all over the place, you know, it, it starts growing out of every crevice and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's the same animation every time, so it doesn't really matter at some point. Um, but you know, it's still a fun game to play. The graphics themselves are really amazing, actually, because each terrarium is different. For one, you have this different robot each time, and inside there's something pretty, you know, cool looking, um, as well as you have environments. So, like, first you'll be in a grassy area um, that's like mostly dirt now, you know, then you'll be in a desert area, then you'll be in like an icy area, you know, things like that. And each one has a different kind of robotic terrarium. It's pretty amazing for what it is. It feels like, you know, just another kind of doors or birdcage game, but it still has a really interesting story and the puzzles are all pretty well done. And if you're looking for more of what they've already been doing, if you're looking for more of what they've already been doing, then this is definitely it. Uh, so moving on to another update is uh, uh, my firefighters and fire lighter games. Um, well, first off, with the fire lighting, Ignis has gotten much more freemium. It's not as unfreemium as it was before, but, um, you know, it, it not much more, but still, you have, like, every level you'll get an ad, and uh, it's, it's just a bit disappointing because I suggested that game, and it's still a good game, um, but it definitely feels a lot more like a casual game now than it did before. Um, but other than that, there's also a game on the PlayStation 2 that I did not realize was... Uh, somewhat arcadey i'll say that it's still more simulator than it is arcadey um but no it's called fire heroes so uh you know i did the top five of you know firefighter 18 or fire to fd 18 firefighter fd 18 for the playstation 2 at number five spot well um this would be a better version of that actually it's 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 not as arcadey like with uh you know having hellfire <laughs> possessing cars and, and machinery, um, but it does, you know, it takes place more grounded in reality, but the, the gameplay of it is really fun and, and works really well, as well as, um, you know, it's more simulator style, so, you know, but it still has this, like, arcade type of feel of just trying to, you know, put out all the fire, you know, and save people and, and use an axe to get through a door and things like that. In other words, for my taste, um, I'm not a big fan of simulators. They always feel like uh, by the book and um, kind of boring in my for my taste. Um, I know I feel I see the appeal to it. It just never worked or clicked for me. But this one actually has a lot of a fun factor to it. So it still has a simulator feel, but it still feels like you're playing just a fun video game, you know. And the last one is the Bart Bonte um, podcast. Uh, yeah, that one was actually a pretty good one. I like that one a lot. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I did pretty good there. Um, if you haven't checked that out, check that out, especially if you're a fan of Bart Bonte. Um, but other than that, um, he did put out a new game. It's called Logica Emotica. And yeah, I'll admit it doesn't have the same charm of Bart Bonte games because, I mean, like basically the whole gameplay uh, look of it is emoticons, you know, emojis and things like that. But added to that is the puzzles aren't all that varied for one, you know, um, but also they aren't that good. I don't know. It just didn't really click for me. I still liked it. It was definitely a fun Bart Bonte game, but it didn't feel like a Bart Bonte game as well as, you know, the usual, uh, style and charm of the not only the look but the puzzles as well uh, just didn't seem to be there 
uh, for me at least. But it did have a variety of puzzles, like these ones where you have to uh, get the locks and keys together um, as with these gears around. <laughs> one of those levels got really frustrating. Uh, another one where it's like this, like a worm type of game where you have a happy face and you move down, then you've left a, a trail behind you. And you have to fill up the entire board without being blocked or locked in while also getting to a goal. So that was pretty interesting, as well as pushing uh, these different other... Uh, things into their certain spots as well. That's another one of those same sort of uh, gameplay. And there are others like it, and it's it's really well done. It was fun and uh, all that. It's just, uh, as well as there's some weird, weird music. I'm sorry, but the music, it, it almost felt Bart Bonte, but in an odd way, because it did not sound as good. It was just a strange type of song that, well, I mean, I guess they changed up a little bit here and there, but yeah, it's, I think, three different things that just keep going through, and they're all really kind of weird. Uh, and I don't know, they didn't sound too bad. They, they had this kind of Spanish feel to one of them, at least. Um, but it was, it was interesting to hear. Um, it just kind of got annoying to me after a little while, and I turned it off, um, all three of the songs. And, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know, it didn't feel as good as his other work. And I actually did still enjoy this game. It just didn't feel quite up to the par that he's, uh, you know, the bar that he put there, really. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, there you go. That's, that's all the updates I got right now. I'm going to try to start doing more um, podcasts. Again, I said that last time. It's just, it's not easy being able to. Like, literally right after those uh that podcast and doing a couple of podcasts after that is when we lost the site that I usually do those podcasts at. So yeah, now I'm at a different site, but I don't have any way of, uh, trying to keep the, the noise level down. So like I have cars running past me, but at this late at night, I can just wait for them to go by and there's not a whole lot of traffic as well as, uh, I don't know if the wind is going to be causing an interference as well. Um, but I don't have a way to cover from that because I'm out in the open. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to check out this podcast right now, and maybe it'll do the job, or maybe uh, maybe I'll just have to wait till I guess, uh, one of my other two work days. The only thing is those two work days, they keep taking me off of to work this place. And those are the only two days I have left to do any kind of recording. So that's kind of frustrating. Um, but yeah, I usually use music to denoise sort of the uh, podcast. I know it doesn't help that much, but at least it's something. Um, but I wanted to do this update without music, obviously. I wanted to hear the sound quality of just the outside world being out here like this instead of in my car to try to cut down on noise, as well as to keep it stationary. I have it in my I have my phone in my pocket, which is what I'm podcasting off of to keep it, you know, kind of stationary kind of just not moving around all over the place having a place to put it basically um and i wanted to hear how good or bad that uh that pocket itchy scratchy sound is going to be hopefully it's not too bad um i have noticed some already from what i've listened to and yeah i'm gonna have to start being more careful of that because apparently it it's just from me moving all i need to do is move a little bit and that's gonna do it so yeah, um, but I'll try to be careful of that. It sounds so far like it, it'll still work. So heck yeah, at least I got that. It's, uh, 
it's been kind of tight lately just because life is uh, sort of just being a pain, getting in the way, lots of stuff going on with uh, my job, with, you know, um, trying to make bills and things like that and just lots of stuff getting in the way. I'm, I'm dealing with it, though. I'm getting through it. Um, not much longer and we should be okay. Um, it's just the podcasting stuff is, is having to be put to the wayside, it feels like, because I never had any ability to do it at home only because, like I said, I, I have no room that I can do this in. And I have one room where maybe I could do it, but the acoustics would be like super echoey as well as, uh, you know, I, I am doing this on my phone, so that's not helping. And uh, I have a girlfriend who needs almost constant attention. I guess that's about it. Die, everybody.